Welcome to the Biz Times MKE podcast and our weekly debrief. I'm Arthur Thomas, an associate editor at Biz Times Media. I'm joined this week by fellow associate editor Lauren Anderson and Biz Times editor Andrew Wyland. Lauren, Andrew, how are you guys doing? Good. Doing okay. Have a little bit of a, a little cold. I'm uh, trying to fight through right now, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> it's it. It seems to be that's you know it's going around. Things are you know we've been circulating out in the world again, and and so are, so too are the colds. Um, so that's right. Uh, that that unfortunately ties right in somewhat to the topic that we're discussing this week on the weekly debrief. Um, Lauren, you cover healthcare for us here at Biz Times, and you've been tracking all of the latest developments in the world of uh, COVID-19 um, and the CDC's new recommendations and the spread of the, the Delta variant and um, vaccination mandates and things like that. So what can you tell us about what's been developing over the last week or so? Yeah, well, it's definitely not moving in the direction that anyone would hope. Um, the spread, uh, this, this COVID is definitely spreading. Um, we're seeing some concerning trends, especially in Milwaukee County. Just today, we got a report that there's been a, an 11-fold increase from three weeks earlier in terms of new cases in Milwaukee County. So just three weeks ago, we had 89 new cases and uh, 971 for the seven-day average. So, um, and the CDC says we're moving into high level of community transmission. So um, definitely not, not a good trend there. So uh, this week we've seen recommendations from the CDC to mask indoors, regardless of vaccination status um, in areas where there's high transmission. Um, Mayor Barrett in Milwaukee has recommend, recommended the same, um, which is Kind of disappointing for for everyone, uh, especially in a summer when we feel like we've been able to move into um, gathering again and, and doing that with um, not as much concern. But uh, it looks like we're the masks are are going to be coming back here. Yeah, well, and you mentioned you mentioned that you know it's areas of high transmission: Milwaukee County, Waukesha County, and Ozaukee County, according to CDC data, are areas of high transmission again. Correct. Right. That's right. That happened within the last few days here. Yeah, it seems to like if you look at some of the graphs, the the sharp uptick that you see, you know, it's initially you start hearing about these stories and you kind of go, okay, well, are we coming off a, you know, a really small base? And so when you hear 11 fold increase, like, okay, it's mm -hmm. off 89. But then you look at that on the graph and, and where that takes us to in terms of a case number. And it's kind of like, it's, it's substantial um, right. number of cases. Maybe any thoughts either from either of you on how this maybe feels different from from in the past. You know, we didn't. It doesn't seem like we're getting the the jump to to lockdowns, the jump to mandates, maybe in quite the same way that we had. You know, obviously compared to last spring, we're not canceling March Madness at the moment or anything like that. But uh, what does this feel like, Andrew? What do you think? The, the difference is we have a way to fight this thing. That is the vaccine. And, you know, yes, there's breakthrough cases, but they're extremely rare statistically, you know, and, and, and the problem very clearly is quite simply not enough people 
have gotten vaccinated. I think the state of Wisconsin total population is something like 51, not quite 52% of the state's population has gotten at least one COVID shot. They've begun the, the COVID cycle, uh, vaccination cycle. Uh, that's not herd immunity. We need to be more like 70%. And this vaccine has been available for several months now. So, you know, there was a nice response when it began, but the number of people getting vaccinated has really slowed down. Whether it's people are vaccine hesitant or people just took it for granted that, oh, the case numbers are way down. This thing's over. I don't even need the vaccine anymore. Well, yes, you do need the vaccine because without it, this is not going to stop. And it's going to continue to cycle and it's going to continue to uh, mutate into new variants. And it's pretty doggone frustrating to think we have to go back to masking requirements. And speaking as someone who's vaccinated and my entire family is vaccinated, you know, it's pretty frustrating that, you know, we've, those of us who have done what we're supposed to do now see, you know, the, the, we're, we're, the whole situation is backsliding. And, you know, it's, this is something people need to do for the common good. And if we don't, we're still gonna be in this, this mess. Yeah, I can, I can attest to being, I feel like it's personally been kind of close to home this past week as I've been, you know, sick and had a lot of symptoms that are consistent with COVID um, and, and being fully vaccinated, feeling um, it, while I was waiting for those test results, I was feeling a little frustrated that, 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 you know, I could, I could still be getting it. Um, turns out I, I don't have COVID, which I'm, I'm happy about, but Anyway, it, it just reinforced, like you're saying, Andrew, that, you know, a, a lot of us, half of us <laughs> have kind of taken this step to, to make sure we can live life and, and the way that we, that we want to. And, uh, and, but here we are. Um, and in Milwaukee County, the latest right now is that the completion vaccination rate is 46. So we're even under half in, in Milwaukee County, which so yeah, a, a, a large ways to go there. So what so are the we? Push, the, the push is really going to be, you know, it, there's been a strong push to get people vaccinated, but it's just going to get stronger. I mean, the sense of urgency has to be really hitting. That wow, we have got to get people vaccinated. And what I think is interesting is, as you've reported this week, Lauren, healthcare systems in in the area are now starting to require their employees and pro-healthcare and Ascension and Children's and the Medical College of Wisconsin are all now requiring their employees to get vaccinated. And it you know, wouldn't be surprised to see Frederick and Aurora follow suit. Um, you know, but there are gonna be other employers. I saw today, um, there are reports that, well, I guess it's official Walmart is now requiring its its corporate uh, employees to get vaccinated. I think you're going to see more of this. I think as the healthcare systems was kind of a no brainer and almost maybe say, why didn't they do this a long time ago? They're literally on the front lines dealing with this. Wouldn't they want to be protected? Wouldn't they want to require their people to be protected? But you know, as more employers, and we have a um, Tom Still from the Wisconsin Technology Council wrote something about this, and you can check it out on our website, the issue of employers requiring employees to get the vaccine, which employers 
legally can require it. And, you know, it's going to be an interesting debate, but, you know, businesses have an opportunity to really, if, you know, if they're the ones taking the lead and, and, and requiring employees to do this, that could be the way that this problem gets solved. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask Lauren, what are you, you know, you did that reporting on on the health systems, and I think you did some previous reporting on around that question of can you mandate this. Um, so, what have you kind of learned and or found out about these mandates from from employers to have people vaccinated? Yeah, um, well, on the healthcare front, I think it was it was probably important for all these systems to do it at the same time to have kind of a united front in terms of, um, you know. You, we're all we're all implementing this together, and and it looks like that's what kind of what the Milwaukee area health systems have chosen to do. I understand Freighter is going to be um, announcing something next week, is what I've heard, um, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Adam Fiorer was shortly after that. But um, <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah. So I mean, like Andrew said, employers can can implement these um, requirements. Uh, there has to be uh, an option for uh, religious or medical exemptions, which all the healthcare systems have said there's a process in place that's the same that they use for their um, annual influenza mandate, um, influenza uh, vaccine mandate. Um, so people can opt out and go through that process. But um, but yeah, it, it, a few months ago when I was talking to um, some attorneys about the legality of that, they said they wouldn't, um, that they, most of them would recommend just um, highly encouraging employees, especially while this is uh, under um, the COVID vaccines are under emergency authorization um, from the FDA. But um, once these things are officially, um, you know, fully certified or um, whatever the right word is there, um, then you might see more of the mandates coming out. Yeah, it's one of the questions of, you know, if it's under that emergency use authorization, then, I mean, I think you've seen it even at the federal level, you know, with the military or federal government, you know, do they mandate it? You know, it's a little bit of a different grounds. And then, you know, there's maybe some, maybe that covers some amount of the hesitancy. Oh, it's, it's still, you know, only emergency approved, um, even if there are millions of people who've, who've gotten it. So, That'll be an interesting element to see and interesting to watch if more employers go the route of mandating it here in the future. Uh, Andrew, Lauren, thanks for joining me here on the weekly debrief this week. Uh, hopefully we'll have uh, better news to talk about in the coming weeks and uh, things will, will trend in the right direction going forward. Nope. <laughs> Good luck.